Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hey, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full-length episodes come out every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit. It's a short podcast which is audio taken from one of my Facebook live sessions. Hopefully you'll take some great value from it. Let's crack on. Take a listen. Hi guys, it's Jake here from the Running With Jake podcast. I hope you're well on this Thursday lunchtime. I hope you're having some safe runs this week. It's uh, it's exciting times ahead. Come on, stay positive, even though these races are being cancelled left, right and centre. Listen, the reason I want to jump on and do a video for you today is because uh, I did a video earlier in the week and I was talking about volume and frequency of training and the relationship between the two and how important it is sometimes if we really want to develop our running to look at rather than looking at all the funky sessions and all the interesting things we can be doing and almost quick fixes actually am i running enough and am i running often enough and uh, somebody posted a question it was james morgan actually hello james you posted a question saying look jake you're talking about this creative spice i was saying i think it's important to you know as you build some volume and frequency then you can start to think about adding some creative spice to your training which is a phrase i often use and he said, what's this creative spice? Can you tell us like how to break through training plateaus? What, what, what's it all about with the benefits? So yes, I can, my friend. That's exactly what this video is about. So in this video, I want to explain to you exactly what I mean by creative spice, because there's two elements here. There's the creativity side of it, and then there's the spice. I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. Uh, explain what the benefits are to you. And then I'm going to give you three examples that you can apply in your training, I think it's gonna really help you. So three examples, the first one is how to apply some spice to your training, how to apply some creativity, and third and finally, how to apply both. And I'm gonna give you one of my techniques that I use a lot. Cool, so creative spice, what am I talking about? I've always said there's two, ele two elements to training here. There's the physical side of things, so we need to do what we can to develop our body, uh, the physical side of our training. But then there's a mind, there's the mental side of things. You've got to want to train, haven't you? Because if the mind isn't in the right place, how are you even going to wake up in the morning? How are you going to get the trainers on? How are you going to get out the door? So there's two elements. Now, in reverse order, the spice, when I talk about adding spice to people's training, be it my own, be it you guys watching this video now, people that follow me, be it the runners I look after on the one-to-one -one basis, the spice is more connected towards the physical side of things. It's those ingredients of your training that are going to break through those physical plateaus and take you to the next level. So let's just go back a step. If you, as I touched on the other day, volume and frequency, you get that right. So you start running, you're fairly new or you're relatively inexperienced or you're not running that much and you start to increase the frequency and volume. That is going to take your running forward. You are going to get quicker, I have no doubt. You are going to feel fitter and stronger. You're going to be a more improved, developed runner to a point. Because if, if, for example, you're training for a marathon and it's your first marathon, and I really believe this, just going out there and doing true, easy running and enough of it will get you through the marathon and you'll probably have a very good experience. It may even serve you well to go for a second marathon, and this obviously relates to 10Ks or halves or whatever. But at some point, if we want to push further and break through that plateau, you're going to have to add some spice. You're going to have to add something to your training that pushes you beyond that point where easy running just won't do it for you anymore. So you might have to add things like some hill, works to hill work to develop some strength and improve your running form. You might need to throw some threshold type training into your, your, your training, your weekly sessions where you're, you're working a little bit harder at different effort levels. You're trying to provide a new stimulus to the body. So that's what the spice is. 
Now, the creative element, I, I really pride myself on this, not only for my runners that I look after, but also myself, because I think it's so, so important. Now, the, the creative side is largely focused on the mind. If you are an Olympic athlete, if you're an elite athlete and you're super driven, you're type a, type a personality, you know you've got this great level of ability, you're working towards the Olympics, you're probably going to go and smash every session that you do. You're going to be driven enough to get out there. You're just going to find a way to overcome those droughts of motivation. Well, for most of us that are recreational runners, that isn't the reality, is it? As you know, I'll share on the page when I'm not really feeling it or if I'm not really up for getting out there, if the weather's not so good. And we all experience this. So by creating some creative sessions or bringing some creativity into your training, I think it stimulates the mind. And that's what I'm talking about here. The spice is the physical side of stuff to drive your body forward, improve your fitness. The creativity is to get you out there in the first place. And actually, hopefully you enjoy the sessions more. Now, look, make no mistake about it. To get super creative with your training, there is a process which we often talk about. Because if a runner comes to me, for example, and they want to work with me, now sure, in their mind, they're like, great, I'm going to work with Jake. He's always banging on on Facebook and shouting about, motivating. Let's go for it. I'm up for it. He's going to give me loads of creative sessions. Well, actually, what I might do, first of all, is say, you know what? We've got to build this foundation, sort of holding them back a little bit. So the further you get into your running journey, and there's patience here, the further you get, the more running under your belt, the more frequency and volume and the ability you build, then you can start to be even more creative with the sessions and how you add that creativity. And I'll tell you one of the reasons this can really help in terms of adding some different bits to your training. Most of us are outcome driven. So when we set goals, the majority of us, and correct me if I'm wrong, please drop in the comments below if you don't just set outcome, go outcome goals. We'll look at, right, I'm training for this race and I want to achieve this time, for example. It's an outcome goal. So me, my outcome goal is Manchester Marathon next year. I want to go under three hours. That's an outcome goal. By adding some creativity and some spice to my training, which I'm currently doing at the moment, what I'm now doing is bringing some process goals into the mix. So I'm no longer just looking at Manchester Marathon and three hours, three hours, the clock, clock's got to stop at 2.59, otherwise I'm not going to happy, I'm going to beat myself up. I'm going, right, Jake, you've started doing some threshold training now, some threshold running in your training. So what we'll do is let's build that up slowly each week, carefully, gradually, and let's let's have a, let's set a mini target of trying to get to 20 minutes. So that's my goal at the moment, right? So I'm doing, if you follow me on Strava, you'll see I'm sort of doing five, six minutes at a time. I'm manipulating the rest time a little bit, bringing that down a bit to provide some stimulus to the body. But ultimately, my goal is to get to 20 minutes. That's a process goal because the true outcome goal is, is, is next year, which is Manchester Marathon. But I'm almost giving myself some mini rewards so I enjoy the whole process more. So I think that can really, really help you. So let me give you some examples. James Morgan, you asked me about this. So I want to give you some clear examples. I mean, there's a whole host and list of, of different things that you can throw into your training to really mix stuff up. But I'm going to give you three examples here. So how to add some spice to your training that's going to physically uh, drive you forward. One of the simplest ways is to add strides to your training. Strides in the simplest sense, the easiest way to describe it are short, fast bouts of work, if you like. So you might do, 
let's say 100 meters. You probably wouldn't do, in all honesty, any more than 100 meters. And it's not a full on sprint. It's not chasing, you know, being chased by a dog or sprinting for a bus. It's just a, a quick effort, but it's not maximum, maximum effort, top speed. It's relaxed, but you're running very quickly and you're holding it for about 100 meters, accelerating nice and smoothly, decelerating nice and smoothly. What are the benefits? Well, it's gonna teach you to turn your feet over quickly. So it's gonna help with your cadence, your strike rate. It's gonna help with your posture because when you run with more purpose, all of a sudden you lift everything up naturally. You're running with better form. You look like an athlete and it's going to condition your body to potentially faster work to come in the future. That's spice. There's some real clear physical benefits to adding strides to your session. So how do we add creativity? Let's say we've got a new runner. Let's say I'm working with a runner, they're very new. It's difficult to start throwing strides at them or threshold work or hill work because you don't have that resilience in the body yet. They've not built up that amount of running, that frequency and volume. How can I get creative with their training? Well, here's the thing. Why can't you make virtually every training session you do an interval session? Why can't you do that? So when we think interval training, we think really high intensity. Oh, I've got to go for it. It's hard work, hard work, hard work. And then you give yourself bouts of recovery so that you can go again and work hard again. Makes sense. And I get that. But actually, if we just come back a step and just say that interval training is purely manipulating two intensities, those intensities don't necessarily have to be like this, do they? Those intensities can kind of be like this. So here's an example. You're going out there and you're doing 10K as a training run, right? You're a, a relatively new runner. It's just an easy pace run. That's what you should be doing. Fine. Let's say your easy pace is 10 minute mile for argument's sake. Every kilometer and you're doing 10K, every kilometer you could switch between 10 minute per mile to 9.50 per mile. So you're just looking at 10 seconds per mile. It's not going to make a great deal of difference to you. You're still going to be within that easy window. Does that make sense? So you're not overtraining. You're not stressing the body too much. It's still an easy run. But guess what it's doing? It's stimulating the mind. So you're not getting huge, phys huge physical benefits by alternating 10 minutes per mile and 950 minutes per mile for 10k, as opposed to just running not 10 minutes per mile for 10k. But from a creative perspective, perspective from the mental side of things, it's giving you something different to think about. It's taking your mind to a different place because boredom is where we are in our mind. It's not connected to a physical space, is it? How many times do you go out there and do a run, a regular run, and one day it, all the conditions are the same, you feel the same, but actually you can't wait for it to be over. The following week you do the same run and you're like, man, where's that time gone? I cannot believe where that time's gone. It's because where you are in your head. So by adding creativity, by adding creativity, I really believe that that can stimulate you enough to help you get out of the door. So the third and final example I'm going to give you, and this is one of my sort of tried and tested techniques, is something I've used for a long time now, and I, I put it into uh, some of my runner's training. It's what I refer to as the spotlight section. So what this simply means is you take one of your regular runs and you put a section of that run under the spotlight where you give yourself a specific focus for that spotlight section. So you're running five miles, right? And one mile, two mile, three mile is easy. That's what you're doing. So three mile easy run. 
Mile four, however, you decide that that's going to be the spotlight section of your run. So mile four, you're going to put under the spotlight and you might focus on arm swings. So if you're somebody that crosses the arms over the body like this, sending the energy to the left and the right, and you know that's not a good thing, and you know you should sort of keep your elbows uh, nice and small and your arm swings small, nice, composed, relaxed chest up, maybe you focus on mile four on arm swings. It's only a mile that you're focusing on it for. Because if you know, well, actually, I really need to focus on my arm swings, I'll go and do it for this whole five mile run. That's a long time, isn't it? Your mind's going to wander off on something else. You're not going to do it. You're not going to focus on your arm swings for five miles. So by picking a section of your run and saying, that's my focus, it could be arm swings. It could be keeping your head up. It could be something a little more physiological. So it could be right. I'm going to focus on uh, zone three heart rate running, for example, if you're a heart rate runner for that, that section of my run, that spotlight section. So here's the benefit. Here's why it ticks both boxes of creative spice. There's a definite spice element to it. There's a definite physical benefit because if we use those arm swings example again, if you are perfecting your arm swings throughout that spotlight section, that's a physical benefit, isn't it? It's going to help you running. The reason it's creative and I believe it's going to help take your mind somewhere else and help you to get out the door is because stay with me on this. You get out the door. The first three miles is just an easy run until you get to mile four, which is where you focus on the arm swings. So you're not thinking five miles. You're thinking, well, I've just got three miles to do. I've just got to warm up for three miles, get to the start of the spotlight section of my run. And then when you get to mile four, all you're thinking about is arm swings. It's just one mile, focus on my arm swings or focus on holding your head up or focus on staying in zone three or running at a specific pace. There's so many different things that you can put under the spotlight. When you've done that mile four, you've only got one mile left to do as an example, with an example of a five mile run. So it's breaking it down and it's giving you a physical benefit, but it's also giving you a mental benefit. And I think that is really, really helpful, you know? And if I'm honest, it's probably one of the most interesting and exciting elements of what I do. I love it. I love trying to be creative with what I'm doing. And sometimes that can be hard because it's running, isn't it? It's actually quite a simple thing. So by adding all these different ingredients and mixing things up a little bit, it gives you the physical benefit and it gives you the mental benefit. Guys, I hope you found that helpful. James, in particular, I hope this helps you and gives you some ideas on what you can apply to your training. So a very quick summary, guys. We're talking about creative spice here. What is that? The spice are the funky ingredients, those things that you can add into your training that take that break you through physical plateaus that improve your fitness and your ability the creative side of it is stimulating the mind so that you don't get too bored you want to get out there which keeps you consistent and gives you that momentum and if you want um, a way of actually uh, stimulating yourself mentally and physically you can try my spotlight section which is where you choose an element of your run just a portion of your run and you put that under the spotlight with whatever you want to focus on on that given day and you'll get a physical benefit and you will get a mental benefit as well okay i'm going to take a breath now get some lunch i hope you find that helpful guys of course uh, keep your eye on the page for more tips and tricks this was a question from james you know this content is for you it's not for me if there's something in your mind that you would like me to cover in a future video then please do message me directly put a comment in the video below i will do what i can to help this is where the content comes from i don't just pluck it out the air it's what are you guys struggling with what do you need help with what can i provide and how can i help you cool have a great rest of the day, guys. Speak to you all very soon. That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.